The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Tanner with Trade Thrive, and I want to talk to you about what's going on in my business. I know I share a lot of advice and, and really try to give you guys some hints, advice, tips on what to do in your business, but I think you guys can also learn about kind of what's going on in my business. So right now with what we got going on, I had a really cool thing happen. I actually have someone working for my company that I've never met before. Now, if you think about that um, like from a of, of a different standpoint, it's absolutely crazy because for me, um, you know, I come from selling cars to, you know, working my way up the ladder of, you know, being a loan officer. And then I had this dream. I wanted to start a, a business and, you know, I never thought I'd get to a position where there's someone actually working in my company that I've never met before. Um, and for me, it's a really good thing to reflect on because I did a lot of things to prepare for something like this. And I want, I want you to kind of um, listen to some of these things. So the first thing is, is that, you know, we have a company culture. And I think a lot of you guys who like doing subcontractors, um, I think that's great, but you definitely are missing out on company culture. And I think that's one thing um, that, you know, someone new coming into a company where they don't meet the actual owner of the business can appreciate. You know, we have a great manager who's in charge of pretty much both crews that we run. Um, and he's kind of the facilitator, you know, making this new person have a great experience with us. So it's really cool because when you have a company culture and you have teams that get along and you have, uh, and you've actively tried to make sure that happens, it makes something like that possible. Um, the second thing is, is that, you know, I've really developed my entire company to be able to run without me. And I didn't really know this concept until I actually picked up a book called The E-Myth. And the E-Myth really kind of opened my eyes to uh, what my role in the company was at the time that I was reading the book to what it is now. So at the time of reading the book, I was what the E-Myth refers to as a technician. This is somebody that's actually producing the end result of whatever it is that your company sells. So for those of you watch this that own a painting company, you would be the painter. If you're actually painting the jobs, you're a technician. For those of you who own a flooring company, obviously if you're installing floors and the list goes on. What I realized is, is I can only do so much for the growth of my company if I'm actually spending a majority of my time producing the end result. And this, this was hard for me because you know I really wanted to have control. I wanted to make sure that every job went smooth. I wanted to make sure everyone's interactions uh, were pleasant and they were being polite with the homeowners and they were being clean, um, especially because even, you know, even early on, I would leave the job and come back and things weren't done the way I wanted to. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if I leave it up to these people, I'm not gonna have a business anymore. And what I had to do is I had to realize that um, it's hard to keep multiple people accountable, but it's easy to keep one person accountable. So what I did was, is I looked for a way to kind of create a manager within my small crew of three. And really it was just somebody that I felt was the most responsible. He didn't have to be the best painter, but he was somebody that I felt uh, could follow directions that had took a lot of pride in his work. And he was, 
you know, he always showed up on time, which I appreciated. So I delegated responsibility to that person. And one thing that I could say to anyone watching this is that you need to learn how to delegate. You have to, you know, and it's hard to delegate though if you don't know what it is that you're delegating. So it's important to know what tasks uh, are in your business. I mean, uh, this stuff is really important. So you need to focus on it if you really want to grow. You know, for me, um, you know, it's hard to give someone a responsibility without responsibilities. And, um, you know, it, the easiest way to do this is to, you know, to have them manage production. Um, I know a lot of you guys, it's hard to, to leave production, but when you have good people in place and that's a result of your hiring process, which I could talk about at another time, um, it's easy to delegate manageable tasks. Now, I get into the topic all the time about sticking with your good at. Don't try to take on all these sorts of different jobs. Say no. The reason why I say, say, I say to say no is because, you know, if you're a painting company and someone asks you to paint cabinets, but you don't always paint cabinets and you know that this is going to slow down your process and make things a lot more difficult for you, it's not worth it. You should just do your best to find more house painting jobs. Likewise, if you're a cabinet painting company and someone offers you, you know, X amount of money to paint the outside of a house, stick with what you're good at. The reason why is, is because when you start throwing all these sorts of different types of projects at your team, it's kind of like they have to learn how to get good at each one at a different time, at a different pace, and they haven't perfected anything yet. I feel like we've been doing this now for four years, and we still have things to learn. I just got a picture today of two trash bags that were left at my jobs at, that weren't picked up. And for me, it's like, you know, these are things that sometimes have to be reminded and implemented on until they become uh, obviously habits and then they become routines and then they become standards. So your job as a business owner is to grow slow, implement habits, make them routines, and then those habits and routines become standards in your company. But here's the kicker. You're the business owner. No one's going to care about your business more than you. So if you don't have standards, no one's going to adopt standards that you don't have. So that's, that's my advice for you today. So if we look at the situation I just told you about the fact that I have someone right now in my business that works for us that I've never met before. That's a result of having systems. That's a result of having standards. And the standards that I'm talking about here is what we allow in terms of hiring. We spend a lot of time on our hiring. We make sure that whoever we bring in meets all the qualifications. And it's not like we're, we don't, I don't ever struggle with finding employees. And the reason why is, is because I have a system that helps me find employees. I don't ever really struggle with finding work. Why? Because I have a system uh, that helps me find work. And really, sometimes it might take you trial and error to develop whatever system works for you. A lot of people ask me, Tanner, how do I get leads? How do I find quality employees? Well, try different lead generation services. Try different um, areas where you can put out applications for employees and whichever one works and gives you a good result, the next time you need a lead or the next time you need an employee, try it again and see if that gives you a good result. You know, I don't like to think that I have all the answers for everything, but one thing I do try to do is encourage you to try different things. Don't be afraid to fail. Make sure that whatever you do do, you document and then you learn from so you don't make the same mistake twice. But we get back to uh, systems and standards and processes. I think a lot of businesses make a big mistake by trying to take on too much too soon and then the business owner finds themselves back in the brush or back installing or back doing whatever it is uh, that really takes up too much of their time. 
So my suggestion is delegate responsibilities that you've created. So make sure you spend the time to outline those responsibilities. I was just helping out a friend of mine who owns a cabinet coding company and he has a really nice shop, but one thing that he spends a lot of time doing is inventory. So one thing I said was you need to outline your inventory, but not only outline the inventory, but outline how often you want that inventory taken. Outline where that inventory needs to be documented. Outline what happens when something's missing outline how to order the inventory so you can take this package set of information and you can delegate it to the manager of whoever it is that's going to be doing that so they have a system to follow and I think that's a big thing for a lot of business owners who start their business without business experiences they don't really know what it's like to be a manager and I've managed a couple restaurants I've been in management and a lot of the companies I worked for had a set of things for me to do from start to finish which made the operations run smoother um, so maybe I'm deviating a little bit from the topic of my exciting experience by having somebody in my business that I've never met before but it's really cool because it really just shows that when you have systems in place and you document your systems and you look at what's working and then you try something else and like for example I, I, I delegated the interview and hiring process to my supervisor I said hey you know I'm gonna give you a set of questions to ask I'm gonna let you make the decision based off of the answers of these questions and you're gonna let him work with us and so far so good so that's just only further gonna make it easier for when the next time happens uh, you know we can delegate that responsibility so as a business owner think about delegating delegate as much as you can give people the ability to grow give people the ability to lead but be there to pick up the pieces and then encourage, implement new standards and refine your processes and you're gonna free yourself. And I think that's the goal of any business owner is to completely free themselves from the operations of their business. Not saying that you, know, you go off and take a vacation and never look back, but you are more valuable when you can look at your business from top down instead of kind of like underwater, uh, which a lot of you are and we gotta get out of there if we're gonna grow. This is Tanner with Trade Thrive. I hope you got something out of this today. Uh, if you haven't done so already and you're interested in some of the things that we offer, I suggest you check out tradethrive.com. We're doing web design and redesign for crazy prices. Really, it's just kind of to get you up to speed because what we really want is for you to check out our automations. The automations really just help you communicate with your clients, customers instantly. I just got a lady that submitted a lead today through our website. She got an automation right away and she booked an estimate and I've never spoken to her. That is a system and a process that saves me time and hopefully will make us some money. All right, so thanks guys. I appreciate you following, watching, and uh, really just being a part of this community here. Best of luck in your business. If you have any questions or feedback that you wanna share with me, find me, send me a DM, I'd be happy to help. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So 
get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.